What a ride this continues to be for the Milwaukee Brewers. A little bit of everything tonight and nine in a row. Opening up the series in Chicago with a 6-2 win. We'll talk about all that, update some injuries, and 30 minutes of fun coming up next here on Lockdown Brewers. You are Locked On Brewers, your daily Milwaukee Brewers podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Yeah, how can I not feel good about the way the team is playing? Yeah, I, I. how can I not? There were times this year where I was losing my mind. And, you know, they were frustrating to watch. They were not playing a very entertaining brand of baseball. But now they are. They're playing entertaining brand of baseball. They're winning games. And they're going headstrong trying to clinch this NL Central Division title. And it's been a fun to watch here in the last week and a half. Hi, everybody. Chuck Freeman, Lockdown Brewers, part of the Lockdown Podcast Network. We are your team every day. Hi, everybody. Thanks for, thank you very much for joining me. Um, you download our podcasts on Google, Spotify, Apple, all the major downloads. I, download, I list them all on my account, my Twitter account, or X or whatever it's called these days. Chuck Freeman, F R E I M U N D. Hit me up on Twitter. And you'll see the link to all this on maybe an old post or the post I'm going to have here after this show. Uh, but you go to YouTube and you can also download the episode. Go search, go Lockdown Brewers, hit the search button, hit the, hit the subscribe button, hit the bell there. It's going to alert you every time we drop an episode here on Lockdown Brewers, part of the Lockdown Podcast Network. As we say, we are your team every day. We are here for you talking Brewers baseball and, yeah, it is such a joy to sit here. And I know somebody commented tonight and said, well, I, I like your tweets. Your tweets are so much positive, more positive these days compared to some of those crazy rants you had earlier in the season. Well, you know what? I am the voice of the Brewers fan out there. And, my gosh, if you could not settle, you, you shouldn't have been able to settle for some of those just horrible outings that we saw from the Brewers, sometimes in a winning cause. But this – as I've been saying, this is the kind of baseball that we enjoy watching. I mean, the Brewers right now were the talk of Wisconsin. Let's face it. This time of the year in Wisconsin, some of you are turning your attention to the Green Bay Packers. And I get it. Okay. It's a football state. But with the way the Brewers are, are beating teams these days, they've swept the last three series. They open up with a 6-2 win in Chicago against the Cubs. They've scored over five runs in all nine of these games. This is much must-watch TV. Yeah, the Brewers are always must-watch TV for some of us, but now some of the stragglers are getting aboard here, and people are jumping on the bandwagon again, and you know what? That's okay. I don't care if teams... You know what? Again, as I've said, hey, any following the Milwaukee Brewers get from anybody in Wisconsin, whether they're bandwagon jumpers or not, this franchise has put us in a position where, hey, if people want to just come along for the ride now, that's okay because it's been a long 54 years with this franchise. And, yeah, people are jumping aboard, and people are talking about Milwaukee Brewers baseball. And I see people around town wearing shirts, wearing jerseys, getting that excitement for this Brewers team once again. Nine in a row. Absolutely. Pitching, defense, 
offense. They're putting all three together, putting all three together. The defense, which I thought up until about a week and a half ago, two weeks ago, maybe the defense had tailed off just a little bit. It was playing at such a high standard throughout most of the season, along with the pitching, but I thought the defense had tailed off the defense, man. And Levering said on the broadcast tonight, how about having like two shortstops in your infield? Bryce Terang over at second, making play after play after play. And of course, Adamas at short. It's like having two shortstops in a game. He's so right on on that. But defense, pitching, and offense, the big three. The Brewers are executing all three these days. Just like tonight, Monday night. And we're taping this late night on Monday night. Brewers win 6-2. They jump out to a 4 nothing lead. Top half of the first inning at Wrigley. You heard some of the Boo Birds. Christian Yelich, home run. Mark Hanna caps off the inning with a two-run blast. A, an explosive blast. Way out of here. And the Brewers jump out to a 4 nothing lead. And coast home behind Wade Miley and the bullpen to a 6-2 win. Just phenomenal. Never were threatened. Not once did I ever think tonight, even though they, yeah, they didn't score money runs after the first inning, but not once did I ever think, oh boy, they better tack on some more runs because the pitching was so good. Wade Miley allowed two runs through six innings and they tacked on a couple of runs at the end, but the bullpen Pagero, Piamps, and didn't have to use Devin Williams. Did not have to use Devin Williams. We have a fresh Devin Williams for the final two games of the series, and hopefully with the Philly series coming up this weekend. Huge weekend series for the Phillies, but got to get through these first. But with nine in a row, I was looking. I was looking ahead. On Sunday would be the franchise record 14th win. And don't say I'm jinxing the team because don't believe in that. Okay. Don't believe in jinxes because none of that stuff ever works. We've done the anti jinx. None of that stuff works. But if the Brewers keep this beat going, 14 in a row would be Sunday <laughs> on a game that's not going to be televised locally, but it's going to be on, we'll tell you about, it's going to be a peacock. We'll tell you about that a little bit later on. But still. Hey, I take the sweep over the Cubs. I'll just take one of the next two at least over the Cubs because that lead is continuing to build. At worst, you're going to leave Chicago with a four game lead, but you take one of the next two games. You take one of the next two games, and let me just double check. You take one of the next two games, and you'll have a five game lead. A five-game. You split these next two games. You have a five-game lead coming out of the show, Chicago. You sweep them, and you have a seven-game lead on the Cubs. And um, I'm not going to say it's over because you never know when September. September, some goofy things happen. Don't count on anything. I mean, a five-game lead is nice, but nothing is insurmountable in baseball. You all know that. I've seen enough of it. I've seen teams blow 14-and-a-half-game leads in the standings. So uh, just keep on packing on the wins and let's keep counting down that magic number. It's under 20 right now, or it's under 30 right now. Just keep them going. But yeah, tonight was fun to watch once again.
And, I, and it sounds like George Webbs is doing their deal. It sounds like George Webbs is doing their deal with the hamburgers. I was reading a piece where our buddy J.R. Radcliffe from the Journal Sentinel sounds like he might be making a tour of all the Dells around, uh, of all the uh, webs around the state. There's one up in Peshtico on the way to Escanaba. There's one right there because I've gone to golfing at that island casino up there, and we've stopped at that one in Peshtico. So I think that's the furthest one north. There used to be one in Fondalek. There used to be one. I don't think there's one in Appleton anymore, but there's one in West Bend. And I believe there's one in Oconomowoc. But that's it. Most of them are in Milwaukee. And I'm talking about here is George Webb's every year promises if uh, the Brewers win 12 or more, they dish out hamburgers. And I know some people say, well, it's what, a hamburger. Well, it's just a novelty of it. It's something fun. It's just cool that, that somebody would do that. The Brewers have done it twice. As I mentioned in the podcast, they did it in 2018, and they did it in 1987. The franchise record is 13 in a row, which was done in 1987. The streak was snapped at the old Comiskey Park in Chicago against the White Sox. So uh, we'll talk more about this game. We'll update the injuries as well. A couple of things we got to talk about there. Look ahead to tomorrow night's game. What a, what a pitching matchup we got tomorrow night. And I want to talk further about Wade Miley because he was so good. So good. Chuck Freeman here on Lockdown Brewers, part of the Lockdown Podcast Network. Got myself some new glasses. I don't have these crooked glasses anymore. I got sturdy rims. For those of you watching us on YouTube, so I can read you, that sleeper is the way to go. You think you can pick a player who can get a home run tomorrow night against an opposing pitcher? Let's say you think somebody's going to go yard against Justin Steele. Well, you could swing for the fences. With up to 100 times the payouts, all you got to do is choose two or more players that you like or select more or less in their stat categories, home runs, strikeouts, hits, get your picks right, and you can win big. Use the promo code LOCKDOWN. You'll get a $100 match on your first deposit. Terms and conditions apply. See Sleeper's terms of use for details. Currently operational in over 30 states, but you got to download the Sleeper app first. That is your first step. Swing for the fences. With Sleeper, predict the hottest baseball stats, home runs, hit strikeouts. They got all of them. They got more than anybody I see out there. They got all. They got all the stat categories for baseball. And again, if you're a first-time depositor, you receive a hundred dollar. Uh, I should say a hundred percent instant deposit up to a hundred dollars using the promo code Locked On. They have dynamic payouts, safe, fast withdrawals. So this is where you're going to want to go if you like fantasy sports, download the sleeper app, get the $100 bonus. Also, you know, make sure that you're one of the 30 states that uh, you could use the sleeper app, but I'm telling you, they have so many different stat stat categories. It is really cool. Sleeper, great sponsor here of Lockdown Brewers, part of Lockdown Podcast Network. Chuck Freeman here on Lockdown Brewers. Thank you, everydayers out there, all you guys downloading us. We got more to talk about coming up here in a little bit, but hey, you download us on Google, Spotify, Apple, all the major ones out there every day. You set us to Locked On Brewers. You were your first listen to every day, and I, I, I'm telling you, I really appreciate that. I'm not BSing you. I appreciate it. I love when I see fans at at AmFam Field come up to me. Got a guy in the golf course told me he's following. He's just been a a newbie, a new listener. But some of you guys are everydayers. You've been with us right from the beginning. Our growing YouTube audience. Search 
Lockdown Brewers on YouTube. Hit the subscribe button. Hit that bell. We're going to alert you every time we drop an episode. And, of course, on your platforms where you download the audio version, there's got to be ways you can set an alert on there to let you know when we drop Lockdown Brewers. We're the number one Brewers podcast on the Internet for many reasons because of you great fans out there, the great Brewer fans. The Brewers and Cubs coming up on Tuesday night, Sirius XM app. Search Brewers, and you're going to get all 162 of Brewers baseball right there on Sirius XM, the app. And, of course, Sirius XM, whether in your car or where you're driving around or whatever you're doing, you get baseball, you get all the games, you get Brewers baseball, and they're all 162 of Brewers baseball. Brewers and Cubs, 710, the broadcast coming up Tuesday night from Wrigley. And then, of course, Wednesday, the afternoon game, a 120 start for the Brewers and Cubs. We're coming right back. We'll talk about the starters ahead. What should the Brewers do about Joey Weimer? Sister Jean throws out the first Paul. And, uh, you know, we'll update a couple of injuries as well. All that next here on Lockdown Brewers. Welcome back to Lockdown Brewers. Chuck Freeman, your host. Thank you, everybody, for joining me tonight and this morning. Good Tuesday to you. What a great day it was. Saw a lot of fans at Wrigley today. Uh, that was just terrific. Postseason, we will be taking the show on the road postseason to wherever the Brewers are. We'll be doing this show, by the way, when the Brewers hit the postseason. Assuming uh, you got to win the division first, they get out of the wild card. Somebody texted me today, or somebody messaged on YouTube, Charles Darwin, great follower of our broadcast. I appreciate it, Charles. You comment all the time, and I read all your comments, and thank you very much. But Charles said the other day, hey, don't count out Catching the Dodgers, I think the Dodgers are like seven, eight games ahead. It's going to be really tough. Uh, I do think the Brewers, they're on a great roll right now, but they will settle in a little bit. I mean, they're not going to win 25 games in a row. The Dodgers are going to be the Dodgers, and the Dodgers are going to get that second seed. Just the way it is. Atlanta, L.A., Milwaukee, so Milwaukee's going to have to play in that wild card. It's just the way it is. It could be the Cubs. could be San Francisco. We'll see. But, um, yeah, uh, I don't think they're catching the Dodgers. I, I, I really don't. Injury updates. Carlos Santana did not play. He was icing the ankle all day, could not go. I was telling you after the show yesterday, or during the show yesterday, that, yeah, Santana stayed in the game because he was warm, he was hot, he was good to go. But then you get the overnight. It's always with an injury. How does that player feel the next day? Santana was hobbling. The ankle was sore. Probably could have been used on an emergency basis, I guess, on Monday. They decided to sit him. Rowdy Telez played first base. But let's get Santana healed up. Hopefully that ankle is not something that's going to linger for our 37-year-old first baseman. His batting average. 218, six home runs. Are they is that right? Are they are they giving him credit for base hits? Like I said this last week. I don't I don't think they're giving Santana proper credit. I'm telling you, I feel like the guy gets a hit every day. Had a double yes uh, on Sunday's game. Th- th- come on. 218 since he's been with the Brewers. I feel like they're not counting his base hits. And like I said. The other day, I think they're giving all his base hits to Weimer because I don't think Weimer ever gets on. We'll get to him coming up here in a little bit. 
Uh, Adrian Hauser goes on the 15-day injured list with the elbow. Again, that too. They wanted to wait till today. And he would have to, he's going to miss one start because there's some off days in there. They brought up J.B. Balkowskis. Uh, Balkowskis. This is like the third time he's been up. J.B. has been up. Balkowskis to add to the bullpen. They won't need a fifth starter for a little bit here. So um, Hauser's going to miss his next, he's going to miss one start in these 15, uh, the 15 days. So that's fine. Uh, let him get healed up in the one start. Who could they call up Friday? Uh, could they call up Lauer? Could they call up Colin Ray? I would think Colin Ray is going to be the guy. I'd be a little surprised if it was Lauer, if they'd throw him in against the Phillies in his first start of the season. I would think Colin Ray would probably be the guy, but we'll see. But, uh, Adrian Hauser going to nurse the elbow for the next 15 days and see what happens. And I get, See, again, when you get to September, there's some off days like this, and, you know, you're going to miss some starts of the fifth as the fifth starter. So uh, we'll see. But I would think Colin Ray is going to make that start. That's just my guess. Uh, Joey Weimer, I saw a lot of you guys tweet about Joey Weimer here in the last couple of days. And I don't want to throw any water on this Brewer victory, but Joey Weimer's got to change his batting stance, okay? Don't come at me and say I'm being negative here. But Joey Weimer, I feel that hitch in his swing. I mean, even – Shannon, my girlfriend, we're at the game, and she's like, what is that? What's that batting stance? I said, yeah, uh, I'm surprised they haven't corrected it already. Maybe they're just going to wait to the spring training next year or the offseason or what. But, man, that hitch, when he hits it, it goes a long way, and it's, it's a hard, but, I mean, it's a hard hit, but he doesn't hit it hard, and he doesn't hit it enough. Uh, Joey Wimmer's got a, that, that, that batting stance. Sometimes it's painful to watch. But he's so good defensively in center field. But I feel like it's wasted at bat sometimes. Like I said, though, you got so you, you got a crowded outfield spot with Tyrone Taylor out there starting to hit. Um, so we'll see where Weimer's role is on the team uh, going forward. Uh, I was telling you about Sunday's game, Peacock. The game is going to be on Peacock. I believe a one month pass is five ninety nine. If you want to watch the game on Sunday, again, here's MLB making things as difficult as possible for you to watch your baseball team. Every baseball game should be on on your local channel, okay? In this case, Bally Sports, and I know they got some issues going on there, but Peacock, the game is going to be at twelve, like a noon start on Sunday. They're going to move it up because they every Sunday Peacock runs a game. They've been doing this for two years now, where either at 11 o'clock or at noon, they start a game. Uh, it's like the first game of the year, uh, of the day. And in this case, on Memorial Day weekend, that Brewer game, mark your calendars. Don't think it's a 110 start. It's actually like a noon start for the Brewers and Phillies because the game is going to be on Peacock. The game is going to be on Peacock. Just like earlier in the year where those Friday night games, we lost a couple of games on Friday night because uh, on regular TV because they were on uh, a pay-per-view or a subscribe TV. I forgot who it was. Amazon, I think it was. All right. Um, we're going to come back here. We'll come back. We're going to talk about uh, the starters for Tuesday's game. It's a heck of a pitching matchup. It's a heck of a pitching matchup. We'll get to that coming up next here on Lockdown Brewers. 
Welcome back to Lockdown Brewers. Chuck Freeman, your host here on Lockdown Brewers, part of the Lockdown Podcast Network. We are your team every day. Downloading us on Google, Spotify, Apple, all the major ones out there. And, of course, YouTube. Hit the subscribe button. Search Lockdown Brewers. Hit the subscribe button. Hit the bell. And follow me on Twitter, Chuck Freeman, F-R-E-I-M-U-N-D. Sister Jean, 104 years old. We saw her during Loyola's run a few years ago in the Final Four. 104 years old, throwing out the ball the first pitch today. 104. Unbelievable. Uh, the pitching matchups for this game uh, on Tuesday. Corbin Burns takes his 9-6 and six record, a 3.65 earned run average. Justin Steele, he, is, he really started merging in 2022 for the Cubs last year, and this year he's put it all together. 14-3, and three, hasn't allowed more than three runs since late May since it was cold outside. And we've gone through the whole summer, Justin Steele has, and has not allowed more than three runs in a game. Left-hander, the way he's been pitching, that bodes well for the Cubs. Burns, on the other hand, coming off a rough outing, no decision his last time out, gave us six runs. I mean, he was three home runs he gave up, eight hits. Wasn't a good start for Burns, but he got off the hook, and the Brewers ended up coming back and winning that game. So... Corbin Burns, Justin Steele, tough, tough matchup for the Brewers. But, hey, they've made it this far. They keep churning out wins. All right, let's get to some of your tweets. See what some of you guys had to say tonight. Uh, Let's go to Evan. Evan, what the Brewers look like tonight, and he shows a sympathy, a sympathy, not a sympathy, a symphony. Just in fine tune, a little meme, a gif. Way to go, Evan. Yeah, the Brewers are in perfect harmony. That's for sure. Beard Cheese Benny says, I love how we're seeing this team constantly fight. Doesn't matter if we're up a couple, down a couple, up a lot, down a lot. They just keep battling offensively. Miley did a fantastic job tonight. Miley's been fantastic all year long. But the battling, that hasn't been until like recently. Let's face it. Because they weren't battling, I thought, this year. The pitching staff was battling. The bullpen was battling. But offensively, they weren't battling until recently. They've had some comfort behind victories Sunday. I mean, you can name it. They've had some comfort behind victories uh, in this nine-game nine-game winning streak. And tonight, jumped out early and just kept the pressure on. Jackson says, Let's hope Elvis and this, this fresh bullpen can close this game out. Well, he, he, t- he tweeted that during the game. Um, <laughs> B-Dub says, <laughs> I was talking about this earlier in the show. B-Dub says, positive tweets. These positive tweets are much more enjoyable than your raging lunatic tweets when the crew is struggling. Well, you know what? I'm not saying those aren't going to come back because if this team ever reverts back to those old days, if I see the July or June Milwaukee Brewers, or the first part of August, Milwaukee Brewers, or the main Milwaukee Brewers. Yeah, you might see me lose my mind a couple of times. It's all right as a sports fan here in the state of Wisconsin. Bob Nightingale, noted baseball writer, says Pete Alonzo will be on the trading block and will be traded this offseason. Remember about a week or so ago, maybe two weeks, I said that the Brewers, it was being reported that the Brewers had inquired and we're in talks with Pete Alonso at the trading deadline. Boy, again, I would give up one of those prospects. And, you know, we start there and work our way down for Pete Alonso. 
He's got one more year, 2024, under team control, and then he becomes a free agent. I don't care. I'd love to have Pete Alonzo win, have that veteran on this team with his bat, knocking out home runs. I'd love to see Pete Alonzo, but that is something for that is something for the offseason. Brewers had a team meeting, I guess, after losing against the Dodgers before this winning streak started. I don't read anything in the team meetings, okay? I think Christian Yelich kind of downplayed the team meeting as well. Team meetings, I'm not going to make any analogy to the Brewers' nine-game winning streak and a team meeting because, to be honest with you, I've seen these team meetings before with sports teams, and sometimes they work, sometimes they don't. A team meeting is not going to get you any more wins. It's not going to wake up the bats, okay? It's not going to make you try any harder on a baseball diamond. That's not what baseball is about, okay? The Brewers weren't playing a haphazard offensive baseball because of not trying. They just were, the effort was there. Just the execution was horrible, okay? Just the execution was horrible, so I, I don't want to make any connection between that team meeting and the Brewers going on a nine-game winning streak. They're turning it on right now. And this brand of baseball is so fun to watch. Going for a 10th straight win. Got to get by Justin Steele on Tuesday. And we'll be back here after the game and talk to you, everybody. Thanks for tuning me in. Chuck Freeman, Lockdown Brewers, part of the Lockdown Podcast Network. Brewers and Cubs on Sirius XM, the SXM app. Search Brewers. You'll get all 162 of Brewers baseball on Sirius XM. It's going to do it for the show. Have yourself a great Tuesday, everybody.